the first episode I did it over Zoom. The second episode was just me. I've never done it like this before, so it might sound terrible. Let's find out. I might keep all this in here too. Great. And no, <laughs> I might do it. I'm not gonna lie. Um. Oh yeah, I went. I had a way I wanted to start. Uh, the episode. I want to tell. I want to tell them the story. So oh, no. last night. I was trying to figure out, because the, like, You Matter University stuff was about to drop, right? Uh-huh. And I was trying to figure out, okay, should I buy this stuff or should I not buy it? I'm looking at my bank account. I'm trying to figure out, do I have the funds to buy this? Uh-huh. I did not. I had, like, I don't want to say how much money I had in my bank account. <laughs> it wasn't a lot, though. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. It was not a lot. So I'm like... Damn, I'm trying to figure out, okay, how do I pay um, my student loans, my phone bill, um, and any other expenses I have, and, and like, still be able to... Oh, I got I had to pay off my credit card, too. My credit card oh. bill. My credit card bill is through the roof, bro. But it was for... Yeah. But... So, I'm trying to figure out how to do all that. So, I'm like, damn, I'm probably going to not get anything from this drop. Went to bed, right? Wake up next morning to a deposit in my bank account, bro. From what? Were you expecting it? No. Wake up, deposit my bank account. I'm like, bro, he will do it. He will do it. Sign. God gonna take care (laughs) of you. He gonna do it for you. So I say that I'm telling y'all this story and how God blessed me today because God has blessed me. And has blessed this person that I am sitting here with now, one of God's children. She's out in Los Angeles living her dream, being a superstar among superstars on the way. My best friend, my sister, Nicole Kleiss. <laughs> oh, what, bro? She made a surprise appearance oh, to come did. home to Wisconsin. And I had to get her on the show. Y'all know I had to get her on the show. She knows I had to get her on the show. This family. Here I am. Here we are, bro. <laughs> you you look very uncomfortable by this. <laughs> this is my life now. I'm not ready for it, but I I've know. become very comfortable with the microphone now. I really have. And I've only done two episodes in a trailer. It's a different world. But it's like... It's crazy because... Like, I look at you, right? Mm-hmm. We graduate high school, and you immediately go to Los Angeles to pursue a dream. And you didn't let anybody tell you any other, like, anything otherwise, tell you you can't do it, tell you you can't do it. You didn't listen to anybody else. You literally packed all your stuff, moved to Los Angeles, and have been out there for the past, what, three? Just over three years. Just over three years? Yep. That's crazy. It was a time. I didn't honestly tell anyone in high school towards the end of high school because we had those days where we wore, what was it? You were supposed to wear your college shirt wherever you were committed. And I wore my college shirt, uh, University of Arizona, and I did get in. I did defer. But I wore it because I knew that no one would have, I guess, the acceptance to understand, like, I was leaving instead of going to school. So up until my grad party, I 
convinced everyone I was going to University of Arizona. Even me, bro. I thought you was going too. <laughs> I really did. I I mean, I didn't even tour a single school, to be honest. I just applied to schools that I thought would be a good place if I did end up going there. But I knew that it wasn't what I wanted to do one bit. How did you know it wasn't something you wanted to do? I don't know. I just... Well, okay, so this... Was it the summer before we graduated? Yeah, I think it was the summer before we graduated. I took... My birthday present was a one-week intensive in L.A. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, and I immediately, like, fell in love with the city. It was the only time that I had really been there, I guess, and, like, soaked up, like, just everything there in dance. And, I don't know, it was great. I fell in love with it and immediately was like, I have to move here, even if it's for a short time, and if it doesn't work out, like, I have to try. That's That's all you gotta do, bro. Like, literally, I did not know that you were gonna go to Los Angeles until maybe, I think that summer. Yeah. Like, you told me, oh, I'm not going to Arizona. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean you're not going to Arizona? I booked my one-way flight by myself and then basically told my parents, like, I mean, they knew ahead of time, but it was never, like, a set date on me leaving. And then I booked my ticket when it got cheap, and I was like, yeah, bye. <laughs> what did What did they think? Um, My dad still, I mean, he's gotten, like, more used to it, but he always wanted me to at least apply to school and, like, take like, even high school, middle school, all of that seriously, which I did, but it, he was more pushing for, like, the four-year, like, you have to get a degree, you have to get a job, blah, 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 and he still, to this day, like, is always, like, you need a backup plan, you need a backup plan, which, like, I get, um, and then my mom, on the other hand, never went to school, so everything that she's pursued has been basically what I'm doing now, um, so if it weren't for, like, seeing what she can do, it probably, I probably wouldn't be where I am. Right. I don't even like that whole I, like when you're talking about the whole like everybody wearing their shirts, mm-hmm. like the college thing. I didn't even get accepted into Dubuque like when that happened. I got accepted into Dubuque really late. Really? Because I applied super late. I had no idea what I was going to do. I applied to so many different schools and didn't get in. I applied to like white. I applied to UW Whitewater and didn't get in, bro. <laughs> That's how bad. Like, my test scores were, and, like, my... Oh, my test scores weren't shit. My, they were so terrible, bro. And my grades... My grades weren't terrible, but it wasn't, like, I was getting into UW-Madison mm-hmm. or anything like that. I mean, my senior year, I also... Instead of taking, like, all those AP classes like everyone else, I was focusing on art classes and focusing on, like, doing what I wanted to do. Which also helped me, like, outside of school, because I would go to school for, what, eight hours, and then leave and go to dance for anywhere from like four to six hours and then come home do the homework that i could and then <laughs> repeat do the homework that i could <laughs> i mean honestly what our study halls are they late like starts a, yeah that saved me <laughs> bro i had like two study halls um throughout senior year is that my phone mm-hmm. grab it real quick <laughs> i'm leaving all this in who is that okay Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Brief intermission, people. Um, Just a quick one. <laughs> I had to go take my sister's dog out. Um, Honor is his name. Some of y'all probably seen him on my story. It's my nephew. Uh, what were we talking about? What were we? Hold on. 
again, I leave everything <laughs> in because this is what the show is about. I don't know what we were talking and about. And I'm not that good at editing. We were talking about study hall and how we didn't use them effectively probably because I definitely didn't. I didn't. I would mess around most of the time, but then I would also grind during that time because I knew I wouldn't do my work at home. I don't know. Give or take. I didn't do work, period, in high school. It's probably why I didn't do that great. <laughs> it's okay. We made it this far. True. We are two people, two young, two youngins, trying to make it in this world, this crazy world. It's working so far. Is it? Yeah. For you it is, not for I, me. Yeah. Debatable for me. I've well, got enough issues. True. <laughs> No, you, you're you doing way better than I am. Not to, like, compare, but in terms of, like, 20-year-old versus 20-year-old. You're doing now. 20, uh, 20 <laughs> Well, so, like, somebody in their yeah, 20s. Yeah. Like, you're doing more than the average 20-year-old is. I feel Again, like, living in L.A. Yeah. by yourself, trying to make this whole dance thing work. And... Uh, juggling everything you got going on for me i can't go backwards so like i can't at this point in my life i've already well basically since i was 18 i moved out so i can't go live with one of my parents anymore just i mean i could i could with one of them but i won't mama clice shout out to mama clice if she's listening well love her to death but i stayed with her for a month when quarantine happened and like it was great but i just i can't live at home no no Bro, you can't live in San Diego? I mean, I love it there, but I need my own place. I need, I don't know. After having all that, uh, like, for this long, I can't go backwards. I just... I feel you. Yeah. Because that's how I felt when I um, when I went away to school and I came home. Because I was gone for, like, two years. Mm-hmm. And when we first moved here, I was only here for a few months. Yeah. Because then I had to leave to go to school. I would come back for winter break, summer break, but this didn't feel like my home. Because when, because I'm, I'm going to tell you, so when we first moved here, none of this, I had none of this set up. This did not look like my empty. room. Yeah, I didn't have a bed frame. I didn't have um, like other furniture. I didn't have anything. I had, My bed was literally on the floor. Mm-hmm. I would, so I would sleep on the floor, bed, like sleep on the floor. Not yeah. really. Yeah. But. I don't think I had this. This wasn't put together. I don't know where that was. That definitely was not in here. That huge dresser or whatever. This is why I wish I had. At some point, I'm gonna have visual with my podcast. That's the that's the <laughs> that's the next level. <laughs> Insert picture here. I want to get to that level to where I can have visual. But I'm getting off track. But yeah, I didn't have a bed frame, so when I would come home, my bed would be on the floor, and. I think I put the bed frame together the second um, when I came home. No, when did I? I think the first winter break I came home, I finally put the bed frame together. Okay, so like a couple months? Yeah, I want to say. But again, this place still didn't feel like... Mm -hmm. It didn't feel like home to me, so... When I decided not to come, not to go back to school, it was really hard for me to live underneath, 
like my mom's house again mm-hmm. and live with my family. So yeah. I was just like, you get, I like, don't really, on you. It, not even like, not even like rules, like just not having my own space mm-hmm. in, um, like not being, I was so used to being in that environment, even though like two years isn't like that long, it's, but, yeah. but when you have the experience that I had, mm-hmm. it, it felt everything. like a long, it changes everything. Yeah. It felt like a long time. And so coming back, I really just felt like, damn, I really like felt like an outsider. Like I can't, I was like very timid to like move around the house because I didn't know like mm-hmm. what. It's not your place. Anymore. Like it's it not my. Like your place. It yeah. didn't feel like my place, so I didn't know. Damn, should I? Can I be in the kitchen while everybody's in the kitchen? Can I like? <laughs> can I? I don't know what I can do. Like, it just felt really weird. It didn't feel like a. I shouldn't say it didn't feel like a safe space. So of course, like I live with my mom and like my mm-hmm. sister. It's but, just different. Yeah, it was just very yeah. different, and I wasn't used to it. But now, I've been here for a year and some change now, and I mean, it's not where I want to be, but it's not that bad. Like, I don't have to pay rent. I don't have to... That's nice. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, Lulu, we were just talking about that in the car. I said, I like, I when I think about living on my own, yeah, the idea sounds cool, but mm-hmm. then I realize I have to pay rent, and... No. No, thank you. My thing is, I'm lucky because I still have, like, everything I grew up with in my room here. So every time I come home, I get to, like, experience, I guess, like, what it was like before I left. And then everything in my room now, which, honestly, my room is, like, everything to me because it is a place that I call home, like, in L.A. Um, I have had the worst and best (laughs) just different experiences with roommates so like my next step is living alone which housing in LA not cheap so yeah I mean most places you don't even get washer and dryer in unit or central AC you gotta go to the cleaners yeah and I'm not I'm not a laundromat type person so <laughs> I yeah can't they still do that. use coins mm-hmm. but like I I don't know I've been through a journey some people but... might even not know like no what that is that's crazy yeah the first three months I, or like three-ish months I lived in LA, I lived um, in a home with a bunch of dancers, so we were lucky enough to, I mean, I say that lightly, it was expensive, and I lived in a house with probably like 10 other people. Um, it was temporary, but it was enough to like get my foot in the door and like meet people while I was there. But we were lucky enough to have, I mean, it was still coin laundry, but it was in the house, and then the next place I moved... I moved to another house and rented a room there, so I had it in the house, I guess, and then I moved into a penthouse. <laughs> um, yes, sir. Lucky enough to have Clap it up for a penthouse. There, but, like, you don't realize it. So every apartment I've had, I've it's, like, the small things in L.A. that really change your life because I really can't. I mean, you probably spend $3 doing laundry for, like, one load of laundry if you go to the laundromat, and I've never done it and i never will i just can't <laughs> damn bro they don't they the laundromats we had at ud they didn't it had like the coin dispenser was like blocked off but they would add like the cost of laundry in our tuition oh yeah i mean i still pay for that stuff but i pay for it with utilities and i'd rather pay for it with utilities than per load because that's just too much that makes sense and then you also spend the time going there and back. And for the first two years in LA, I didn't have a car either. That didn't was a have different thing. Hot girl Honda yet. Oh, <laughs> uh, hot girl Honda. <laughs> Damn, she back in LA broke down. 
Oh, she's been a journey. Like, literally. She has been a journey, though. <laughs> like, for real. But I will say, I don't know. It was... I had a car, or, like, I was lucky enough to save up for a car before I, what, turned 16? So I had a car that I paid for myself. Actually, two cars. Um, Ooh, big baller. Well, Ooh. first one got in an accident. Talk, talk, yo. Ooh, big, <laughs> big bag, bro. She are... Dang, Hey, bro. my parents taught me well, because they always help me out, and they always will, but I am always supporting myself which is great no complaints there it's not easy but i'd rather have it that way than daddy's money which we both yeah, grew up fact, with yeah um pop's money just bought a porsche too <laughs> big bag bro they taught me well um that's what i wish i had somebody to like teach me money management though that's why my ass is struggling right now the story I told before, like, <laughs> would, like just being like, damn, I can't just buy something like that I care about so much and that means so much to me. Yeah. And then waking up the next day and feeling blessed by this measly ass check I got by <laughs> the school. Literally, it wasn't even like, it's not something that, and to me, money, I like, I've never been the type of money to, person, type of money, what <laughs> type of person to like just be motivated by money i don't first of all i think money is fake so I mean, well it's one thing to be motivated by money but like i don't think you should rule your life off of that right either. i and i never want to get to that point i never yeah. want to do anything for money but the current situation that i'm in and my family like history situation we've never been like we didn't have shit bro mm-hmm. pretty much didn't have shit like uh, I used I used to live in I used to live in a house before we moved here, but we didn't own that house. We rented, rented that house, yeah. and even then it was still like my mom was first. She was married, mm-hmm. but then they got divorced. That so now she had yeah. right, and especially with a house like mm-hmm. you're renting a house. Yeah, and so she had to do all that by herself, and then when we had to like when the owner was the owner basically was like. Yeah, I'm selling the house. Y'all got to move. So then we oh. were like, um, what are we going to do then? Yeah, because you were... And, it all, and look, man, he won't he do it? By the grace of God, we found this place. And it's grown on me now. Because mm-hmm. I really do miss my old house. And I have a goal. My goal is to buy that old house. And not, not to live in it, but to rent it out to... Like, single parents or single moms that have kids and need a place to stay. So, when I talk about, like... So, with me, like, money, I would rather... uh, I just want to be comfortable. I don't need, like... Mm -hmm. I don't need Jeff Bezos' bag. I don't even know what (laughs) I would do. Right. I don't know what I would do with that much money. And, like, I would feel really guilty knowing mm-hmm. that I have this much amount of money and everything that's going on in the world and I I can do something about it. it. Yeah. And I, I can't do that. I don't know how he lives with himself. Like, and you see everything that's happening mm-hmm. in forest fires well, happening in California, yeah. racism in America, homeless people sleeping out on the streets, like, kids are hungry, school, like, some schools don't have money. That all... And... I really just, I couldn't live with myself no. having that much amount of money and not 
doing something with it. It's also sick because this year has like proven that the rich are getting richer and everyone really? else is just left out to figure it out because I don't know, at least in California, everything we're still a lot more closed down than it is here. So, I don't know. Let me close that door. Oh yeah. I forgot. Another intermission. Um, in California up until, well, we fully, we were closed down for like three months, reopened in July, that blew up, everything shut down again, so like, like right now, I think you're finally able to maybe get a haircut, um, most businesses are open, you can't eat indoors, you can only eat outdoors, which, it smells like a campfire in California, (laughs) and the air quality is just horrible, it's a hundred and, like, I mean, it's peaked at, like, 120 this year. Um, so, like, all that. Like, California is just way behind everyone else in terms of, like, where, like, at least, like, where we're at and how we're handling COVID. But because of that, it's made, like, my whole industry shut down. Uh, I mean, I was fortunate enough to, like, book a job. Yes, sir. During COVID up. And get signed to an agency. Yes, which... sir. Climb it up. <laughs> yeah. Proud of myself, but I can say that, like, at least in terms of, like, performing and dance, like, that can't happen for so long out there. And, like, it's sad to say that because you don't realize how much of the world is based off of, like, performance and arts and stuff. But, I mean, outside of that. Anyways, <laughs> um, California is way behind everyone else, so income out there is a lot harder because our jobs aren't as, like, open and available because of COVID right now. So a lot of people are still riding unemployment. And all that fun stuff. You were getting unemployment for a, mm-hmm. at one point. Yep. Yeah. For, I want to say like three months and then one of my jobs reopened. And then like a month later, my other job reopened. So I'm back to having two jobs, but my hours are still fluctuating because of COVID. <laughs> Bro. I don't even, like we was just talking about, because you were talking about how your boss like fucked up your hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, I basically since, I mean, I've had a job since I was like, what, 14, but ever since I graduated, I've basically had two jobs. I had two jobs before I moved out to California, and then I was steady on like one job for six months, quit that, got certified to do something else, um, then that didn't work out, and then I picked up the two jobs that I have. So f- like over the past two years, I've had the same two jobs, which have been great, and I'm lucky to call both of them are like all the people that I work with family but because of COVID it's like flipped a lot of people in terms of like who gets most of the income um so us as employees at least in certain ways and at certain places are less respected and less appreciated and valued which is horrible to say because we are in the middle of a pandemic but makes you realize that you don't want to work for someone and you want to be the boss exactly bruh and that's what i'm trying to do like this this obviously doesn't make me any money and i don't i'm not even like planning on it making me money but like if it does because this is something that i Mm -hmm. am passionate about and it's just a way for me to like not go insane and not sit here in the middle of my room and talk (laughs) to myself stare at the wall (laughs) and sound crazy i can why not just sound crazy in front of everybody else like let everybody know like what i think and 
like what I'm going through. So, but yeah, I don't, I'm not doing this for some like money, like quick, quick, get quick scheme. Mm -hmm. Cause like, first of all, there's no money in podcasting anyway. So that would just be dumb of me to just (laughs) like, to just fully invest myself in the podcasting. But eventually I would like to get to a point where I can, again, buy a house Mm -hmm. and make it a home for somebody else. Like I, so I would, I would like buy the house and then I would pay like the first six months rent for them. And then, so they can like figure it out, yeah, Yeah. for like six months and then just go from there and then probably give them like a a year, year and a half, like kind of like contract thing. So then once they get back on their feet, if they're able to, I can have another family in and just rotate it. And because the experience of living in a house is really, it's life changing, really. Because that was the first house I ever lived in. Because it starts, it starts to feel like home. Right. Like well, you got, it becomes home. Yeah. Exactly. You got this huge space. You got all these floors. And it wasn't like, and it wasn't the nicest house. It was just, like, that house is super old. Like, super, mm-hmm. super old. But just to be able to, like, have a front, like, your own front door and not have to, like... A yard. A yard. <laughs> with this, we had this... Uh, if anybody knows, like, where my old house is, we had this big-ass, like, uh, pine tree, and it looked like a Christmas tree. I don't know if you've ever I seen... I don't think... No, you never... Oh, damn. They, there used to be... They cut it down now when they redid the road in Cross Plains. Oh, shoot. But they, we used to have this huge tree in the front yard, and it looked like a Christmas tree. And we never decorated it to look like a Christmas tree. I don't, I don't know should've. why we did it, bro. <laughs> that would have been a lot of lights, though. Yeah. We never decorated it. I don't know why. That would have been so cool. Yeah. Like, I would have been the house with the Christmas... I mean, I was the house with the Christmas tree in front. It just wasn't a real Christmas tree. <laughs> it wasn't meant for that. It it was, but it wasn't. I don't know why we never did it. But, yeah, bro, I missed the house. What was my initial, like, point of all this? Oh, yeah, you being... In terms <laughs> us comparing our lives at 20 in our 20s. Oh, yeah. You being much more successful than I am and me being very proud of you. I don't know. Thank you. I don't know if I would say successful, though, because I've definitely... Did you see the video you just dropped on Instagram? Oh, I don't think you, you saw it. <laughs> um, I will say, though, that, like, I have my ups and downs where it's, like, creating or work or roommates or... I don't know. I've had my fair share of issues, and it's, hel- like, helped me grow up so fast. And because of that, like, I can easily say that a lot of my friends in LA are anywhere from like I mean I don't right you do have some old friends yeah I don't (laughs) I don't even know if I like well they're not old but yeah I would say one of my they're mature yeah one of my closest friends is 30 out there um and you wouldn't which one Mark oh (laughs) you wouldn't know it but I mean he's great but yeah so a lot of my friends range from probably 23 to 30 and then just because of that, like, I've grown up because that's how old they've always been to me. And I've always been the baby everywhere I go. I get made fun of a lot for that. But I'll take it because I'd rather be the baby than the old one. The old guy <laughs> in the room. <laughs> Mark. Yeah. Um, Ain't yeah. no way Mark 30 years old. Mm-hmm. He that's doesn't crazy. Seem like it. He's no. great. He's, yeah. He's doing what he's got to do. He 
know. What is Jordan? Twenty five? Didn't he just turn twenty five? Twenty five. Dang. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah Jordan, yeah. I, I really felt the first like when oh, when yeah. I first went out to L A. I was so nervous to meet Jordan. Like I didn't talk to him at <laughs> all, bro, because I was so nervous to meet him. But he's so cool. Like how he like interacts with me on Insta. Mm-hmm. As if he's, like, known me for 10 years. I will say, you guys, like, did click, though. I don't know what it was, but... I just really think Jordan... I just think Jordan's, like, really cool. I will say, at least... I mean, I always had friends at Middleton. But I can't say... I mean, outside of you and, like, maybe a couple other people, I can't say that a lot of them, like, saw me for who I was or what I wanted to and appreciated that. And, like, I know that happens for, like, a lot of groups... Um, and I will say a lot of people at Middleton are still friends, but it's different because I moved having really no support system. Like, yes, my mom's out in California, but we didn't plan that. That was by chance. Um, and she's still two hours away from me, but I met, I mean, I had no one out there. I literally packed two suitcases and within what, three years I have like some of my closest friends. I figured out like who from home is really going to stick around in my life and who supports me. And, like, I still appreciate those people because they've gotten me where to where I am and they are going with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I guess when you grow up, you realize who really rides for you and who was just... And I, I, it still happens all the time. Um, people that either, like, see your potential and honestly just kiss your ass for that. Trying to ride the wave. Yep. Um, and they won't last long because at least for me, I've been able to like see through those people and it's honestly disgusting because they're just using you. Um, so like that's happened. I don't know. Just thankful that I have you and like my family and Mark and Jordan and like other people that have been there, will be there, support me. Because there really are a lot of people that are like, yeah, I support you, I'll help you, like, I got your back, blah, blah, blah. But then the moment you need them or, like, I don't know, they're only there when they need something from you, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because I don't even have, like, I have my friends, like, my friends from Middleton, but the ones that I have still, because I used to have, like, when when we were in high school, I used to have... A whole yeah, I used to hang out with a whole different group of people. Yeah, I don't talk. I talked to one person mm-hmm. left in that group for for reasons we know because <laughs> because yeah. history, yep. you know. Um, but other than that, like I hang out with like Zach and like I became friends with Zach and Roman and like Daniel and Billy. Literally the summer we graduated. Yeah, and after that, I didn't. I haven't talked to anyone in that other group for a long time i like interact with one of them on twitter just um, like some like basketball stuff and don't get me wrong like they're they're cool people they are but they're not who i need them to be for me in this moment in time back then when i perfect yeah like they were that was those are my friends for real like those those are people i hung out with all the time but at People grow and evolve, and, like, when I had broke up with, mm-hmm. you know, who I don't have an alias for her just yet, um, <laughs> and if she listens to this, she's gonna know, Ooh. um, I don't have an alias for her, uh, we, we're making up aliases for 
yeah, certain people. Didn't give her fire on that. <laughs> no, I didn't give. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't give her one yet. But when we had broke up, I pretty much like nobody in that friend group like talked to me anymore after that. I feel that that happened and to me. Th- it was just like, damn. All right. Well, what do I like? What I'm supposed to do now? And then I found Roman and the rest of them, and it's been history. And those have been like my guys for sure. And then you, we got. Skip, Adrian, oh, yeah. you know, Myron, Camila, uh, Camila Malika, all of them, like, mm-hmm. those are also, like, friends from high school, but those, like, I consider them to be family, of course, at this point. Yeah. Because they've been with me for so long, and they've all, we've all been through our fair share of, like, stuff, and have helped each other out so much, but, yeah, like, it's just crazy to see to see how much people change within such a short amount of time because we really have not been out of school for that long like out of Mm-mm. high school at least no not at all and to be honest i don't even know how our friendship really even started <laughs> i really I, I don't know okay i will say this because i don't really remember much before this but i do remember in middle school you and anna shared the same birthday and at yeah. one point we bonded over that but i don't remember really much before that or after me either i think we had <laughs> um were you in yearbook I was in yearbook in middle school. There was a yearbook in middle school. So you were not in yearbook. All right. Um, I feel like I would have been, but I don't remember that. I was in yearbook. That might have been somebody else. I'm thinking a different light-skinned girl. Um, <laughs> I Yeah, but I think, like, because we had that one math class in high school with um, oh, with Joe. Wait. With JoJo. That aunt, was Anna in that? No. No. It was me and you in that math class. I feel like Daydream was in that too, though. No, I, I think it was Skip. It might have been both, cause well. No, I've I've okay, never okay, had wait, a I've never had a class up. with Daydream ever. Okay, there was a class that had Day and Manuel in it, and that also had Danielle in it. <laughs> All my math class have really only been the only classes that I remember. But we, who? we had math together. But we had JoJo was in there. Um, I think Skip was in there. Yeah. I think, ooh, I'm not gonna say her name. Um, who else was in there? But anyway, I know we had a math class for we sure because that's the only class Wait, we ever had was, together. I feel like that was high school. It was in high school. What year was that then? It so might have been like year? second semester freshman year. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. JoJo, JoJo was yeah, because yep. JoJo was he was in school at that time. Yeah. But yeah, I really don't know how our like friendship really started. I think we were just like, damn, that person's really cool. Like, I want to, we were probably both like, I want to be friends with that person, but like, I'm very, I don't know how they, know, if they want to be friends with me. At least that's really... how I thought. <laughs> that's just how I think with everybody. Like, I want to be friends with them, but they don't want to be friends with me. I feel that. I really do feel that. Um, yeah, we didn't really have a mutual, like, friend group ever. We didn't. But we would always, like, be in the hallways. I would always see you in the hallways. We always talk, of course. And that's literally the only time we ever see each other in the hallways. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Because I don't think any other... I don't think we had any other classes together. No, I swear to God we didn't. That was math... That <laughs> that math class is the only class we had together out of four years of being in high school. Dang. Yeah. And then, of course, the whole, like... Um, Anna Lane thing. Because I helped set them up, you know. I, that was sophomore year. No. That's probably where it started to blossom, for real. It did, but then there was a little, there was a little rough. 
<laughs> matches in there. But that don't got nothing to do with me and you, though. No, no, it doesn't. Huh. Because I helped set them up. Yeah. Me and Austin both did. Oh, Austin. And then I, I missed that dude. Yeah, we helped get them together. Yep. And then everything... <laughs> Everything happened after that. They about, after that. They about to get married. Um, we nope. we going to the wedding. We hopefully. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I hope so. You better be the best man, and I better be the. I'm definitely not going to be the best man, but because I don't talk to Lane anymore, <laughs> I haven't seen him in a long time. Well, we'll be there. And that I mean, yeah. And just because I say I don't talk to people anymore doesn't mean like yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. them or like I don't. We just. It's just not that close. Thing. You evolve. You're just not mm-hmm. that close to people. Like. Which, I'm also learning that. You gotta... I mean, it's okay to, like, let people go. It really... It is. You have to. Otherwise, you just stay in the same, like... I don't know. Weird Because I've been that person that's been, like, cut off from people. Clearly. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I Honestly, I have, too. It's been weird, because, like, one of my best friends um, out in L.A. for at least a year and a half, we had a falling out, and then, like, up until a couple months ago, we weren't talking again. And then... She reached out to me and, like, I wouldn't say we're close friends because we're in different countries right now, but it's one of those things where, like, it wasn't working out for a little bit and it was okay, and then, I don't know, we're in a better place, so sometimes you gotta just let that go. You gotta let it go, baby. But, like, back to our, back to our friendship because, um, I don't know if people ever, like, told you this, but, like, every time... I would ever be seen with you or in our friendship is well documented. Like we <laughs> have, we post, post each other all the time on yep. like social media, whatever, whatever. I really don't understand. I don't, I don't re- like get how people, I don't know where they get this idea that me and you <laughs> have a thing for each other. I really don't understand where they get that from. Honestly. Okay. Well, at least from my perspective and like, if you ask a lot of, like, my close-knit friends, they'll tell you that, like, I've always been one of the dudes. <laughs> exactly. And that's how I see you, is it, one of the dudes or, like, my yeah. sister. Yeah. This is oh, no, no like, this is no offense to you at all. When people, like, say, like, bro, how come you never, like, dated Nikki or, like, you should date Nikki, this <laughs> and that or whatever? I'm like, bro, I want to throw up. That's my sister. Yeah. That's no, disgusting. It's, it's different. It's like family. I don't understand, like why people have this why can't men it's really real when like people say men and women can't be friends but then Mm -hmm. people preach this whole entire thing like men and women should be allowed to be friends bro but then y'all don't allow them to be friends like yeah i have a ton of and you're not you're not even the only one that people have done that to me they've done that to me with malaika my sister does that all the time (laughs) with me and malaika teddy People do that. Oh my Where god! People, um, Killian's sister. Oh, Killian Power's sister. People would, man. My junior year, people thought we were together. Together. Oh. Mind you, I had a whole girlfriend throughout high school. Like all yeah. of these, all this stuff people would say is happening while I'm in high school, and I have a girlfriend, and I'm just like, bro, I'm not like I'm not into these people like that. Yeah, and yeah. the majority of the I think the majority of my friends are female, but that's just because I find it easier to... I'm going to say the same thing. (laughs) They're female? No, no, no. No, they're male. Yeah, (laughs) mine are male. No, I just, I find it easier to, like, connect 
with females other than males my voice my voice is cracking females other than males because of how i grew up because i i grew up around women my like i grew up with my my mom my two sisters like my aunts like literally if you go to a family reunion the women outweigh the men by a ton yeah so i just that's just what i grew up with like talking to i talked to more women in my lifetime than i do men and not growing up with a a father figure in your life like you learn mm-hmm. how to you literally it's it's what is that saying um in psychology like nature versus nurture oh yeah like the nature it's, i grew yeah. up in was around women so and i'm not saying like oh i know so much about women and like <laughs> oh this and that no but it's like, just like that's just how i grew up yeah and i just have a lot of respect not saying i don't have respect for men but i have more respect for women than i do men well uh, <laughs> that kind of lines up with i don't know society now but yeah so, so i mean yeah that's not like a hot take yeah, yeah. Like, that's guess, just how i feel i don't know i can't really say that i have more guy friends than girlfriends just because like I don't know, any route that I've gone. Because I will say in high school, I, like, being a part of the dance team and all that stuff, like, I was around a lot of girls, and I had a lot of close friends. They were all great, but it's just been one of those things where, like, there's also just so much drama that comes with them that's also not worth it to a certain degree. Um, Just, like, small, like, small drama stuff that, like, wouldn't happen with men because they just don't care. Um, No, guys do care. They just don't show it the way that women do. Well, yeah, I guess that's true, because you deal with a different aspect. Um, But I also, like, personality-wise, I've noticed that, like, I do have a lot of, like, I don't know, I'm a tomboy. You're very aggressive. (laughs) You're not wrong. I will admit to that. I, but I think that's also, like, why I've made it so far, because I, I'm bold. I mean, I can be, like, shy, too, but... For the most part, like, I can be aggressive and bold. Um, I don't mind, like, being around a group of guys or I don't mind being around a group of girls. Because either way, like, I feel like I'll just, like, fit in. And, yeah, I don't know. But, like, I just tend to lean more towards having guy friends because I feel like it's easier for me to, like, I don't know. I love, I'll like, I'll put on a dress and I'll have a great time, but I'll also put on... I don't know, like ripped some jeans. Mikes. Yeah. Some Nikes, some, some two Jordans. Threes. I don't know, some ripped jeans, a t shirt, and like, I don't know. Shit, my car broke down the other day and I was out in the parking lot. I literally pushed my car by myself. <laughs> like, I'll, guns. I'll. Yeah, I don't mind doing that stuff. I've, like, I've worked on my car. My dad's taught me how to do that kind of stuff. I drive sick. I'll. That, I don't know. I just. Range. That's what I'll say. Range. 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 <laughs> we got range. We ranging, bro. That's crazy. But yeah, I don't know why people really think that me and you have this thing. I, <laughs> I don't think it's because we've all. also, like, I feel like our friendship has, like, lasted longer than probably most people's. I think people just don't know how to be friends with, no. like, their the other gender. How Why is it so hard to, like, not... I have so many female friends that I don't have feelings for. I think that also says a lot about you, though, in terms of, like, respecting females, because a lot of guys will be in it for, like, 
one thing, and I, oof, I can speak on this forever, but they'll, like, respect you until they think they can get more, and then if they think they can get more, they'll use you for that, and then they'll just be like, oh, bye, it was fun while it lasted. And that's whack. It is. It's horrible. Like, why do you want to be surrounded by a bunch of guys? Me? No, like, just, oh. I'm talking, like, about <laughs> if, like, a guy who wants to be... I shouldn't say that because I don't want. I'm not disrespecting my boys, obviously, but like, only being surrounded by only men. Why would you want that? I don't it's, understand that at all. I feel like it limits like what you can learn about people and like how you can grow. Literally, because you're. It's just like it's a like very, being a Republican. Yeah. Just kidding. It's like being anybody. In, <laughs> well, it's like being it's like, anybody it's in that politics. mindset of like just being stuck in like one thing. It's like being in like being from Middleton. You don't leave this place, so then no. you like you are locked down. You just get consumed and you get ripped, like sucked into mm-hmm. the culture. And that's why I think uh, that's why I think our school was very tone deaf because a lot of those oh, kids sure. didn't experience anything outside of Middleton unless they went to like on vacation mm-hmm. to Cancun or some shit. Well, and I can say this too. Um, I don't know. You like everyone knows that Daddy's Money funded in every way funded our school and like you can take that how you take how you want it but because of that kids either grew up with like everything or they grew up with nothing and the kids that i mean not i wouldn't say necessarily nothing but the people not as not the same or equal to like what yeah the majority of that school but those of us that grew up like that we have more experiences we're smarter about how we handle stuff we're tougher because we didn't just get it handed to us And, like, all of that. And I will say that, like, I wouldn't say I'm spoiled, but I wouldn't say that, like, I had a hard time either because, like, we did go on vacation. We did go different places. But, like, because of that, my parents also taught me, like, we're not going to hand you everything. So work hard on your own. If you need help, we'll help you. But do it yourself, which is honestly, like, the best lesson I could have ever gotten because that's why I have the capability to pay my own bills to have my own car, to have my own place, to have jobs, to have, like, a family out in California all by myself because they didn't, I don't know, fund my way there so that I was stuck under their, I guess, like, I don't know, money? No, it makes sense. Like, just, like, the money, like, people who say money doesn't grow on trees, but, like, like you just said, being stuck. Like, having a... Like, when you get hot, you sit on a tree, right? Mm-hmm. It's covering you. Yeah. So, these kids are being covered by their parents' money tree mm-hmm. that doesn't run out. Right. Or, and, then, and, but guess what? What if it does run out? What if it does run now out? Now what? Or what if you're forced to actually put in work for something or do something by yourself and you don't know how to? Who's you don't have that skill. Then? And right. they definitely don't teach us that in school. No, because there's life skills you won't learn in school. Your parents can't possibly teach you if they're just giving you money because the money is going to bypass you for all these life skills until it can't. And then you're just screwed because you're going to wake up, be a little bit too old to figure it out, and just be stuck. That's why I'm glad I grew up and I'm still growing up the way that I have because <clears throat> I'm not trying to make this a pity party, but I'm just, I'm this is it's real life. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to go to school and... I was a totally, completely different person. Yeah. I used to put on a, this mask and just make sure, like, feel like everything is okay. But I go home and 
like some days wouldn't have no food lights wouldn't be on sometimes Mm -hmm. like i wouldn't know if i'm gonna be able to live underneath that roof the next day or the next month like that's that's real shit like even though i lived in cross plains and i lived around a bunch of white people that doesn't mean that i'm living the same way that they are and that's not saying that they're all living like Large, large either or that they're all secure they're not but in terms of the history of America and their history with black people in general, like it's way harder for us to mm-hmm. get ahead in this life. Oh, for sure. And so going to a school like Middleton and seeing these kids drive up with their Audis in the parking lot, Jeeps <laughs> and like these, yeah. these cars. And I'm like, damn bro. Like I, my mom can her shit repoed today. Yeah. It's also, like I will say, and this is like something I've this very this like this very well maybe I don't even know if that was English. <laughs> um, this might be like, English isn't even English. No, I can't speak English. But <laughs> um, this might be just a California LA thing. But I have realized that a lot of people do hide under what they can, either post or prove or show. But that Boy. is nothing. So like, who knows? Someone may have a super nice car. But then you go to their house and it's like, why the fuck are you living here? Like, what? You live right. in a hut. So it's like, it's also that thing of like, I don't know, you can Somebody live Somebody buying large, a Gucci belt, yeah, flaunting it, but and then, they can't even. Right. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's all about your priorities and people have different priorities and that's all good. But it's, it's just, I don't know. I feel like you can see when someone or like, you'll eventually be able to see when someone is just flaunting something or some money they may have but then it's like is that really your life as a whole or are you just trying to like put on this mask to show everyone else but you're really like unhappy or that's i don't know just for show because that's instagram is just instagram is really just made us all good old social media it sucks and i i look at um i remember when childish gambino um there was what in like 2013 i want to say he had posted something on his instagram and people thought that it was him like it was like a suicide like a cry for help pretty much because he was talking about how like how sad he was and like depressed and this and that and he basically was just like people were like scared because i was being real like right, he, he didn't that's not a thing anymore right I mean, nobody's it's... gonna share their like pain on instagram or be vulnerable on the internet nobody's gonna show that no because that it just i mean i've noticed it more this year that a lot of people have been trying to like show that range just because we're in a pandemic and like it's hard to just fake it to make it right now is that a trend do you think that's a trend though Possibly. like people are trying to seem more authentic now because of everything because that's happening <laughs> um a little bit yes and no because i or know that there's authentic like authentic and air quotes yeah um I don't know. I mean, this year's just been a year. So, like, I don't know. Because social media can go just so many different ways. And it's, like, one of those things where I don't necessarily love it, but I have to use it just because of the industry I'm in. Because if you don't use social media, then, like, you really don't exist. And that sucks to say. But it's one of those things where, like, you have to self-promote. And, like, that makes sense. But on the flip side of that, there's a lot of people that are, like, self-promoting, and, like, what are you self-promoting? Or, 
I don't know, just weird stuff. True. That's why I'm like very, I wouldn't say hesitant to keep this podcast going. I'm going to keep it going regardless. But just the fact that I have to use social media to market it, to market it and to let people know that it's out there. But we were just talking about Instagram's algorithm now. And I was bullshit. Right. <laughs> it's bullshit. So like, it's going to be even more harder for me to like, if I want to reach more people and reach a bigger audience, like the people who are now supporting me, which I really appreciate everybody that's been listening mm-hmm. and has been giving me feedback. I'm basically like, they're basically like working, f- like them promoting me. Yeah. I'm basically having them work for free. Yeah. To like promote me. Because I need them to like promote to, me even yeah, yeah. more than they probably should have. Then they probably should, or more than they probably want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want people posting me on their stories no, like I, I three, that. four times a like week. I don't. Check this out, I don't want people out. doing that. No. Like, because you start to feel annoying. Cause right, like, I feel annoying. You shouldn't be doing this. I already me. feel annoying starting this, and I'm posting about it. Right. It's it's like social media has created one of those things where like. I have realized that, like, I love supporting my friends, and I always support my friends, and I try to share and that kind of stuff, but there's days where I'm, like, I just don't, like, I support you, and, like, I always will, but it's, like, I can't support you from that social media aspect just because, like, it's just a lot. Like, it's a lot to always have a full (laughs) presence on social media. So, like, I don't know, but it's also hard to support when what else is like how else can you get your word out there about anything literally because this isn't you know early 2000s anymore where you got to do a word of mouth i feel like that works more i feel like word of mouth works better than mm-hmm. like social media really yeah for sure because well at least it's more genuine when it's because anyone can just click like a repost right and, and then it doesn't mean anything right like um uh like I always say, like with musicians, mm-hmm. would you rather have me share it on my Instagram or would you rather have me stream it? Would you rather have that stream or would you rather have well, that share? I will say this: from being in the industry, I would rather have you do both. Okay, that's fair. But to me personally, like if you're messaging me directly or you're streaming it and like that kind of stuff, where I know you're actually appreciating my work, that's worth more than a repost. But that repost also may help market it. But like that's sad that we have to think about the marketing right. aspect because that really shouldn't matter. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I'm like. That's what I meant by when yeah, I yeah. said that. I would rather give you that stream than give you yeah the share because that stream it's quality versus quantity. Right. That stream is gonna help you out more than me sharing it really. Because mm-hmm. people can see it and still not go listen to the song. Right. Yeah, but I'll play it. I'll replay it for you over and over. I'll sit here and have it on repeat, <laughs> bro. I'll yeah. put it on loop. For real. But, like, again, this social media stuff, like, it just, it's really, it's just stressful. Because I want, because when I first started posting about this, I want this to be kind of separate from my, mm-hmm. at, like, personal yeah, yeah. page. So that's why I made the Instagram page. But then now, I got to worry about two pages at once. Right. That's the other thing is like, that's too much because you're like, am I alive on one? Am I dead on the other? Am I doing the most? Am I doing the least? And like, I will say I'm guilty of being like, oh, I haven't seen this person post on social media. What are they doing? 
Because it's, like, you're so just used to, like, seeing people's lives on social media versus, like, actually checking in with them. Right. But then the thing is, is, like, at least this year, there's been so many social media posts where it's been, like, check in with your friends, blah, 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 like, but what does it actually mean? Because you can text someone and be like, hey, what's up? But they might just be like, oh, I'm eating food, talk to you later. Like, I don't know. Stupid stuff like that. Well, and then people also could just, like, like, when I was going through what I was going through, I didn't tell people mm-hmm. what... I didn't, I didn't tell people exactly. Yeah, you also just... I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Like, when people ask me, oh, how you doing? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm cool. Even though I... I <laughs> right. Bro, I hated being like, there. Like, I'm not cool, but, like... I literally I'm was cool. on the verge of, like, taking my own life. Yeah. I did not want to be there, and nobody knew that. That's uh, the other thing is. it's It also comes, like, full circle back to being, like, who's got your back? Who can you trust? Who's really there to support you and help you? And who's just going to tell you that they're there to support you and help you? But if you were to go to them, would they just blow you off? Right. Because I'm not going to lie. I've had that happen to me in the past month where I literally thought I could go to someone. I went to them and they were like, yeah, yeah, I got you. You can call me anytime, blah, blah, blah. Right? So I was like, cool, thanks. Because, like, we've been friends for years. And then the moment that I, like, went to have a real conversation, that person wasn't there. And it was one of those things where it was like, okay, I'm not going to get mad because, like, who knows what they have going on in their life. But it was also like... I don't know. It was just one of those things where it's like, okay, I, I guess I shouldn't take that so seriously because I, they must mean more to me than I mean to them. Which is like a whole other thing. Wait, they must mean... What'd you say? I don't know what I said. <laughs> they must mean more... Wait, wait. They, yeah, they must mean more to me. As in like, they're, I value oh, yeah, them yeah, yeah, more yeah, than yeah. they value me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's tough to know that well, I can't really speak because I've been the person that somebody, they care more about me than I care more about them. Not to say that I don't I care mean, about them. Yeah, yeah. But, I've had that too. But, but I'm speaking more like relationship, not like friendship. Yeah. Well, I don't really know what that Were was. you speaking? <laughs> were you speaking relationship? Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> well. I can't really. I don't know. Will he even listen to this? Probably not, bro. He's okay. not going to listen to it. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, no. There's no way. Because he doesn't know me. Nope. But if you, again, if you post about it, <laughs> <laughs> then he might listen to it. But also, like, no shade. Like, I still, for the person he is, and, like, I mean, I don't know if he still is the same person that I once thought he was or knew him to be for years. All love. But, like, also, I'm not going to take that disrespect. That's the other thing right. I realized. So, like, if you're not going to be there for me, but I know I'll be there for you, then, like, that just tells me I need to back off. And that I'm, like, either loving too hard and, like, giving too much and I'm not receiving the same or... I don't know. Not mad about it. It's just... It happens. Once again, just outgrow people, bro. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it could be that quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Damn, bro. But, yeah... Are right, we not talking about our our, our love life? <laughs> I don't even know if I, I should be on the yeah. roller coaster, bro. For real. <laughs> Why is it, bro? We have just such bad luck with we really do. with people and honestly, feelings and all that. It's like also one of those things where I think I just like I'm too real with people, and they love that about me until I am too real with people, and then they're like, "Oh fuck, we don't know what to do with this." Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people can't reciprocate that because of social media and all these things where, like, I don't know. It's just life now. 
I just, I haven't been able to be real with people. Well, not saying I lie to people, but I haven't been able to be like honest, open and honest with people, especially that I'm like in relationships with because of um, just how I've seen people treat my mom and yeah. like her, like her uh, relationships and like how mm-hmm. they've not been successful at all so like seeing seeing somebody in love is like uh looking at trying to find it's like looking at something that's not real i don't know what that looks like no i i i've like said this many times too because my parents are divorced or i shouldn't say seeing somebody in love or like two people that like really care about each other i don't know what that looks like i will say like this too is that's one thing for me where it's like, is this real? Is this fake? Is this, is this too good to be true? Or is this like actually like, I don't know. It's one of those things. But then I also look around and I'm like, are these people actually, cause then I look at relationships that I do know or like friends that are in relationships and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, are you actually happy? Or like, are you just settling? Cause like, that's also a thing too. And that's scary. <laughs> right. You don't want to like, you don't want to settle. I've come to the conclusion that I'm going to be slightly picky about the person that I <laughs> want to be with because I'm not going to say, oh, I'm a lot to handle. But I like me yeah. right now, like the way that my mind works and the way that I my mental health literally mm-hmm. is what stops me from being committed to somebody it's not them and that's what's happened with like some of the girls that i've been with Mm -hmm. they when i like break it off with them it has it literally has nothing to do with them it is all me because i first of all i don't know how to be like i really don't know how to be committed to someone anymore after dallas you don't know that's my alias for um okay that's my alias for her Okay. I muted the mic, people. So, <laughs> Dallas is Dallas. That's my alias for her. After, cause that was a long, that was like my first real, real relationship. Like we did everything together. Like, yeah. That was. I thought it was. I thought it was a wrap for me at that point. Like, okay, I'm gonna end up marrying this person. That's when I was like settling, and I realized I settle a lot. But I think and, I think as like humans, we're just like used to settling now i can't do that anymore though no neither can i i like i i get that but i feel like as a whole that's where like life leads us because people will settle like okay the thing is is i picked up and lost because i don't want to settle to go to school but that was something that i had to fight for but a lot of people won't put up that fight so i feel like people are just like oh i'll settle because it's the easier route to take might not be easy but it's easier but like when I end like again when I have ended stuff with girls, it has nothing to do with them. It's literally me being in my own head, and my literally my mental space will not allow me to be committed to a girl right now. Not That's saying that I though. never will yeah. ever be committed to someone ever. I would love to be committed to somebody, but as but right now I'm not in the mental space to like care about somebody else i need to yeah, like yeah. really um i need to be on my shit yeah and it's like tough for me to commit to somebody 
But it's better to know that and, like, accept that than to, like, force yourself to be like, no, 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 I can be with someone. And then settle. (laughs) Yeah. And it's all trial and error, too. And it's not saying that I would never, like, date or anything like that. I just want... I just wish that the girls in the past can know that it has nothing. And I've told them, like, it has not. It literally has nothing to do with you. I just... Bro, I'm depressed. I'm, like, I'm, like, bipolar about a lot of things in life. And I'm very indecisive. I think that also comes with, like, growing up, though. Because, like, you might want one thing one day. And the next day you could be like, no, I don't want that. But that's also, like, that doesn't have to affect, I guess, like... I mean, it will affect other people, but it doesn't have to be you putting that on them as long as you're being like, it's me. I don't know. I guess that, like, is, a, like, a growth thing, too, that you're accepting that it's you. Yeah. I just have a lot a lot of work to do on myself before I can, like, be serious with somebody. And I hope that if they do listen to this, that they understand that. It would probably be, like, one of them that listen to it. But, Yeah. yeah. It has. It really has nothing to do with the girl. It really does not. I just be uh, not okay <laughs> for real. I'm not, and that's why I made this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I get to show people it's okay not to be okay. No, it really real. is. Like we all go through. And it's shit okay in to life. not have it all figured out. It's okay, bro. We're we're so young. We chilling. We're so young. We are twenty. One years old, about to be twenty. I'm about to be twenty two. That's crazy, bro. We are so young. We have so much yeah. life ahead of us. Some of us are lucky enough to see it. Some of us aren't. Mm-hmm. I will say a lot of my older friends, because I've had some weird shit go down with exes this year, and I will say that no oh, matter boy. when my exes have been in my life, or like when they were in my life for a relationship, in the past month, all of them have come back in different aspects. And it, it's, I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of spooky, kind of fucking creepy. Um, I laugh about it, but, like, I'm not really laughing about it. Um, wait, where was I going? <laughs> but, Nicole, I, I've told you this before. I think that just speaks to the type of person you are. Like, you are very caring, very giving, and yeah. they they know that. And for some reason, I don't know why they keep coming back well i know why they keep coming back because because they know that you'll keep it real with them and that you i don't know i mean i can't speak for them but for sure there's a reason why they still come back i will say it's made me realize that like i'm one of a kind and i shouldn't stoop talk your shit come on people's level i mean i don't know i've been telling you this it's it's just made me realize that because like it's been one of those things and like mark's told me this a hand like he slapped me in the face with this a handful of times where he's been like first of all you're young so shut up and then second of all right mark 30 right and he was like really just don't waste your time on these people because they're not worth it um where was i going once again with this (laughs) hey bro this is how it is we it'll all connect it'll come back but yeah, he was just saying, like, I don't know. He's like, if they're, like, if obviously if they're meant to be, they'll come back. But also, like, because I have such a, like, I don't know. I don't want to say different personality, but I'm not your average. Most people at my age are not doing what I'm doing. And because of that, almost all of my, well, I don't want to say almost all of them. But I've dated older, and I've dated, like, within my age age range, too. Well, okay, that really sounds creepy now. (laughs) I don't mean it like that. But, um, 
Nicole got a sugar daddy, y'all. No. Yeah. Heck no. <laughs> no, okay, like, they really have not been that much older than me, but I have dated people my age, I guess, and then I've dated people a couple years older, and I guess that are, like, around my friend's age, which is not out of the... I don't know. Anyways, um, but because of that, like, people have told me, like, you're the shit, like, keep doing you, because if anything, they're stealing your energy, your time, your effort into, like, what I could be doing with dance or what I could be doing with career choices, they're just wasting my time. And I will say, it's not that I regret any of the relationships I've been in, but I've put in a lot for people, and I don't get the same in return. Um, yeah. I don't know. Men ain't shit, I will say that. Damn, men ain't <laughs> shit, man. Y'all heard it here first. Uh, I'm gonna title like, that, no, I'm not gonna, what should the title of this be? I don't know. That's a good title, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> man ain't shit, bro. <laughs> also, oh, I will say this. If you take offense to men ain't shit, that means you're part of that group. That ain't shit. But if you don't take offense to that, then you know you're one of the good ones. And you know you're not either, like, disrespecting a female or doing something of that sort. So, that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> and that's on that. Bro, is that it? Is that it? Are we done? That's the show? Alright. <laughs> I feel like we got so much more to talk about. We do. But I also haven't seen you in... True. And this episode doesn't need to be as long as it is. Um, I know a lot of my episodes are pretty long. But if you're a real one and you listen to it straight, I appreciate you so much. And if you have listened... even I mean, if you've listened in general, I still appreciate you. But if you've really like sat down and listened to that hour and a half long first episode and then listen to me rant and not make any sense in that second episode <laughs> shout out to you because that takes a, a lot you're a real one to listen to me talk about a bunch of nonsense and well, honestly i don't know what i just said for the past who knows how long me either so. and i don't listen <laughs> and the thing is i don't listen to i don't listen back to any of these episodes i just uh make sure i put the intro music in and then outro the outro music and then i send it <laughs> off <laughs> literally so great that's that's i don't edit these i might edit this one because of the intermission but for the oh, most yeah. part i don't listen to these back i mean that's a lot of listening it exactly and i don't have when time for that the whole thing yeah i don't have time to sit here and i'll be sitting here for like we talking for what hour 10 minutes now i'd be sitting here for two hours and 20 minutes yeah longer Oof. probably Oofta. but yeah i'm glad you came back and Hopefully, we didn't even talk about, like, our trip with to L.A. We're not going to talk. People know, though. We documented it. They know. Oh, that but was, that, was yeah. a, that was a great trip, that though. Was great. That's really... I think that uh, took our friendship to another level, really for did. sure. I don't know. At least, like, my dad still talks about that trip. We still talk, we about, still talk that about that trip. trip. Jordan still talks about that trip. Yeah. And he wasn't even on the trip. He wasn't even on the trip, bro. <laughs> that man wasn't even on the trip. Oh, good times. Man, p- other people even talk to me about that trip. For real, I'm so serious. That was a fucking trip. I, like, whenever I talk, like whenever people like ask, "Oh, how's how's, how's Nikki?" Whatever, like, "Oh yeah," I'm like, "Oh my god, when you guys went on that trip to California, that was so cute." Whatever, blah blah blah. Uh, I was like, "Yeah, bro." I will say, me and my dad just drove 12 hours in a car, and at one point, a Porsche. Yeah, a Porsche. <laughs> a Porsche. Which, don't recommend. Don't recommend road tripping that tiniest fucking car. Super uncomfortable, but like we made it happen. But he at one point was like. He said something about you, and I was like, yeah, I know. Like, our road trip buddy's not here. Dang, bro. 
Bro, I really would have been in that backseat chilling. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I mean, you, you wouldn't fit in that backseat, but like, I don't care. I would have been along for the. I love a good road trip. I don't care. It was good. I was Sad. in the backseat, hot girl Honda. I was chilling, bro. <laughs> oh, hot girl Honda. But yeah, our trip was amazing. I it missed was. that trip, and that that really uh, when I when I had to leave, bro, and then I got on the plane, and I'm looking at um. Just like all the pictures and stuff. So many pictures, bro. And then I start, I started crying on the plane. No, I know. You know I don't fucking cry, and I was yeah. like, Ugh! I started crying on the plane. I sent you that video, yeah. And I was like, bro, I really like. I'm gonna miss my friend for sure. And I read a study that um, your emotions are heightened when you're in the air, so that's why <laughs> like, when you like when you watch like a sad movie or something in the airline, you'll like cry, yeah. or like in the air, like when you're in the plane, you'll cry. I didn't know so that. I'm like looking through all these like memories, and then dude in the other seat, like, cause I had the whole road to myself, right? <laughs> I look up, dude in the other seat looks at me, he's like, "You good?" You good? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm cool, bro. Oh my gosh! But no, that was. That was amazing, and I, I really appreciate you for sticking with me all these years. I'm surprised you stuck with me through that road trip. To be honest, (laughs) bro, I did the one. The one thing I didn't like about that road trip was the way you opened those bag of chips. That really pissed me (laughs) off. That really pissed me off. Who opens wait, wait, wait. chips like that? The way I opened it, or the chips I was eating? Both at both. 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 It was both, but it was really the way you opened the bag. It's because I ripped it, right? You ripped it. Okay, but and you didn't like open it like how you're used to supposed to. You open it. You ripped it from the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in my defense, and anyone that goes to Trader Joe's knows Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. <laughs> Guess tell me why I thought. Tell me why for the longest time I thought Trader Joe's was a seafood restaurant. <laughs> no. <laughs> but okay, anyone that knows Trader Joe's, wow, that rhymes, knows that they rip or like they put that little tear. In the side of their bag. That makes you... I Oh, my God. I just said bag, too. Bag. <laughs> um. Anyways, they put that there, so you, like, rip it sideways. No, it's not convenient. It's not cute. But that's how they do it. Well, we don't do that around here. We open bags <laughs> the regular way. We don't take advice from Trader Joe's. Well, all right. Fair enough. But, anyway, I appreciate you for coming on. Because I, I would have been hella mad if I did not get an episode with you. Right. And I didn't want to do it over Zoom. Plus, I want to see how this worked out. Um, but yeah, man. That's it. Um, now I got to do my little promo um, stuff here. I could do that at the end. I don't have to do it now. But you want to let the people know what's next? Or where to find you? Where to follow you at? Where to... Where to um, where to find me? Well, I do be all over the place, <laughs> but I'm mostly in LA. Um, we know, big big Hollywood. Yep, big Hollywood girl. She's a Hollywood girl. Um, my Insta, you know, we'll just link that, cause I feel like I mean it's my name. If you know my name, you find me. Right. If you listen to this, you most likely know who she is. But for the people who don't listen, <laughs> the, for the people who don't know you, who like are gonna listen, you probably should say it should i spell it yeah okay well it's my name so it'd be and i think this is like most of my social media it'd be at nikki kleiss so n-i-k-k-i-c-l-y-c-e i'm giving to it one more time (laughs) (laughs) 
You know people. You know people slow. All right, the at sign. If you don't know what that is, look it up. And then the letters N I K K I C L Y C E. All right, y'all got that. <laughs> well, I mean, people who slow, people like me. You're right. I don't know why. Well. I do speak kind of fast and slur my words. Me too. My mom hates. I speak really low, mm-hmm. like, and she hates it. So I'm very monotone, like when I'm not listening. And some people probably can hear it from here. I'm very monotone. I'm trying to work on it, but that's a lot of energy to like project your <laughs> voice. And uh, yeah, that sounds really lazy of me, but guess what? We don't care. I don't care, bro. I'm living my life. Um, yeah, follow Nikki <clears throat> on Instagram. Go uh, at Nike on that, that video <laughs> that she did. She trying to get signed by Nike. You've been trying to get signed by Nike for forever. This is my dream. One of my like biggest dreams. Hey, guess honestly. what? Yeah. It's gonna happen. Speaking into existence. I've been speaking well, okay, I will say this. There's been two guys at Middleton that have been friends with me for a while. And one of them, I wanna say, was the one that basically turned me on to it. One day we were like sitting in a photo class and he pulled up Instagram and it was Nike LA's Instagram and he was like, You look like you could be in this ad and I wanna say like that's the minute that I was like I think I need to do that. So that's been my goal ever since. Just to work hey, for Nike. My goal is to get signed by Levi's. So I love Levi's. There it is. Speaking into existence. Mm-hmm. Again, thank you so much, Nikki. I love you. And I love you too. I wish you none but the best and you and everything too. else and, and that's going on. And We out here. We grow in together. Be safe when you go back to LA. And keep doing you. Don't. Don't let these men try and tear you down. <laughs> these whack-ass men. Whack as fuck. But yeah, you know what it is, man. I love you. And love you too. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Thank you guys for listening. It's been another episode of Say It Loud. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Anthony J. Gatlin. A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-J-G-A-T-L-I-N. Follow the show on Instagram. I got a new page, y'all. Let's I got go. a new page for the show, an official page, man. Say it loud pod on Instagram. S A Y I T L O U D P O D. Say it loud pod. Tell your friends and family about the show, man. Uh again, follow me on Instagram. Follow the show on Instagram. Um Like, comment and subscribe. I that is not to say that. Bro, that is not what we <laughs> That's the wrong. Right, that's YouTube. <laughs> that's YouTube. I'm not there yet. I'm trying to figure out how to put this on YouTube. It'll probably be easier. But again, please, please, please share the podcast. Um, download the podcast. Follow the show on Spotify. Say it loud on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's been your boy AG, and you already know. Say it loud. Say it proud. I'm out.